0: The contents of this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute financial advice or consider individual circumstances. Please seek your own independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice before making investment decisions. You're with Decoding Crypto with me, Ed Stott, and Collective Shift CEO Ben Simpson. We are back with another episode. Ben, how is Dubai treating you? Your last day there today.
1: My last day, Ed, I packed my bags. My hotel was an absolute bomb site last night. So I've cleaned it up uh, and um, not looking forward to 14-hour day flight home, but looking forward to getting home.
0: Yeah, at least you can have a nap finally.
1: Yeah, I know. 100% looking <laughs> forward to it.
0: <laughs> so a lot's been happening in crypto this week. Uh, pretty interesting. Bitcoin has finally gone above 20K. We've seen moves with Ethereum too um, and lots of moves in the NFT space. But what I wanted to talk to you about, is the fact that Bitcoin could again be viewed by investors as a safe haven. And that's that's what the Bank of America analysis is saying. And um, So they've put out this recent report by al Shah and Andrew Moss, who are Bank of America securities, and they've said that Bitcoin now has a high correlation with gold prices, and that suggests that it's being used as a hedge against wider market uncertainty. Now, we know at the moment that in the macroeconomic landscape... Things are certainly not smooth sailing. We've seen the pound crash. I read this morning that Turkish inflation is at
1: 83%. 83%. Yeah,
0: correct reaction. You know, we are seeing the global markets in chaos, and that is not a dramatic thing at all. But it's interesting now to see that potentially Bitcoin, Bitcoin is being treated as a safe haven asset. And so that's one that's expected to protect portfolios during an economic downturn as they're not necessarily correlated or even negatively correlated to the broader economy. So like gold, for example, Ben, as we know, is an example of a safe haven asset. It's got limited supply and that really means that the price of gold is very steady. So tell me, Ben, why is it important when Bitcoin's relationship with gold becomes correlated?
1: Because it's about the way investors look and see the assets. So when we saw mm-hmm. the stock market sell off you know, eight to 12 months ago, uh, Bitcoin and crypto were very highly correlated to those. A lot of tech stocks and tech stocks traditionally have been seen as what we call risk on assets. Mm-hmm. They're more riskier than things like gold or commodities where now with a change in correlation towards more of gold versus the stock market is that potentially we're starting to see some investors see Bitcoin as more of a hedge against inflation and more of a store of value, a more of a risk-off asset, which is what Bitcoin really is. But the reason it sells off and has sold off is because of a lack of understanding of what Bitcoin really is. A lot of people do see it as this risky crypto asset. But in reality, over the last few weeks, what we've seen is Bitcoin actually being less volatile than both the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ index for the first time since 2020. So we've seen things like uh, stocks like Snapchat down like 90%, Airbnb, Meta, uh, you know, we've seen Spotify, Shopify, all these uh, tech stocks have, have sold off and Bitcoin has sold off a lot too. But I think potentially we have found or are scraping somewhere around the bottom right now. You know, everything that could possibly go wrong in the world has gone wrong. We've got rising inflation rates, ongoing war, rising energy prices, cost of living. But yet Bitcoin continues to hold up really well, uh, relatively speaking. So, um, you know, and, you know, with correlation with gold, I think it's good because of just a viewpoint on crypto um, is is helpful uh, as a more of a, sorry, viewpoint on uh, Bitcoin is helpful as a store of value. Gold hasn't particularly performed that well over the last four years. Like if you look at the price of gold, it hasn't really done too much. But as we said, the psychology of investors looking at Bitcoin as not a risky asset is really, really positive.
0: Yeah, it's super positive. And, of course, we always hear these parallels drawn between Bitcoin and gold because, obviously, as I said, gold is a limited supply, Bitcoin is a limited supply. You know, they're kind of similar in the way that they're um, not necessarily created But come into the marketplace, you know, they're both mined, they're both have real, they're both backed by real world work, um, which gives them their value. So it is interesting seeing this correlation between these two assets. So if gold and Bitcoin are now, you know, closely correlated in terms of how their value is moving, what does that mean for the markets? What do you expect to see because this is now happening?
1: I expect to not see Bitcoin sell off in a dramatic way, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I think it probably is too early to tell if this is really a long term correlation like we're seeing in the short term as it is correlated with gold. I want to probably see this play out of the next you know, few months to see if it stays that way. But I honestly do think that Bitcoin has found or is near a bottom you know, as I mentioned Mm. before. So I think what we could potentially see, you know, even overnight, Ethereum's up 13%. I think Bitcoin's up close to nearly 10%. Mm. So, you know, we're starting to see, uh, you know, potentially the formations of of Bitcoin um, being on the bottom and a lot of the, riskier assets have, have predominantly sold off like the market cap of crypto right now is only around 900 billion and 70 percent of that is bitcoin ethereum and stable coins yeah like wow. the, the altcoin market has been absolutely smashed
0: well right? people like, have lot, been pretty badly burned by altcoins, altcoins recently burnt,
1: right <laughs> i looked at my metamask the other day i was like oh my goodness there's a, there's a few uh whew, there's some uh there's some stuff in the red until i tell you but um like i i think that's Like, there's been a lot of negative sentiment, and even Bitcoin. I think I saw a stat yesterday, Matt wrote on our our membership. There's I think Bitcoin has been trading between 18,000 and 23,000 for nearly 130 or 180 days, which is super
0: consistent, which
1: is the longest it's been trading in that sort of range ever. Mm. Um, so it's the it is super low volatility right now. Um, but it's not selling off; it's just sort of just bouncing around this this range, which trade is usually uh, tending to push. So I think it's I think it's positive.
0: And there aren't really any other cryptocurrencies that operate in the same way in terms of where they sit in the market, like Bitcoin does, right?
1: No, like as a store of value. I mean, you know, stable coins are basically just backed by um, you know a basket of currencies or the US dollar mm. anyway. So that's like holding in US dollars. Um, Bitcoin is an uncorrelated. Decentralized asset. It is a, uh, it's a, it's a way of holding value as a hedge against the debasement of fiat currencies. And debasement basically means like the purchasing power of the dollar. You're hedging against that by holding an uncorrelated asset. And uncorrelated means that it's not tied to the stock market. It's not backed by an economy. It's not. Um, it doesn't move based on other factors around an economy. Right. It just moves on its own. Um, you know ability to be a, an asset so yeah it's a it's a hedge against everything else that's going on in the world
0: for so many of those economies in the around the world that are backed by the dollar as well you know we're seeing a really high price of the US dollar there's a, a shortage of dollars around the world for so many of those economies that are traditionally backed like uh, by the dollar like turkey asian countries lots of south american countries they are super used to putting their money elsewhere to hedge against inflation. And so it's no surprise that we're seeing a huge uptake of Bitcoin in those areas because psychologically it makes no difference whether you're putting your money in Bitcoin or gold. As long as it's protected, it's protected, right?
1: 100%. And even we saw like bonds. Yeah, We were speaking about this the other day, Ed. Like Even bonds have had like a historically oh, low... Crazy. Um, yeah you know, which is bonds historically have been a good, um, like, you know, quote unquote, safe haven for your capital. So there's not many places that are holding value right now. And even at a real level, like us as a business, you know, we, we pay employees from America and like it's become increasingly expensive, more expensive to pay our US employees because the Australian dollar has gone down. Mm. But then on the, on the flip side, we also receive income in US dollars, which is even better, right? Mm. Um, well, much better. So, but for a lot of businesses, like, you know, and people, it is, it is really affecting day-to-day lives with the, with the movement of the value of the fiat currencies and the cost of living. And, it, yeah, it's really, it's really impacting a lot of people.
0: Massively. Going back to Turkey, I read that in Turkey, the, lots of just normal people are having, like, as I said, inflation's at 83%. Lots of normal people, they're having their rent go up four five times a year. Imagine trying to keep up with that inflation.
1: That's fascinating. So I met a guy here in Dubai, who was renting. He was there for three months, and then the landowners, the landlords, came in and they doubled the rent. Doubled. Oh like my Like he, he had to move. He had to move, and he had to move in with a friend because he couldn't afford to like rent here. Like extraordinary. Like the rent prices are just insane. And and at any point, you know we're lucky in Australia. There's actually laws against that. You can't like ten. Um, as a landlord, you come in; and can't just ra- you know ramp up prices. In most countries, we're not protected. You know, you're not protected like that. If, if if the landlord wants to increase prices, he'll just do it, mm. um, at at a at a click of a hat. Like it is, um, it's, it's crazy. Four or five times, times in a year, though. That's insane. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's it's like bonkers. it's like a cup of coffee going from five dollars to to twenty or twenty five dollars.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely wild. And already, you know, in Australia, like my rent's gone up, what, at least 15% this year?
1: Yeah. And has it's, your wage gone up? Um, that's a personal question. Has but like it? Most heck, person, you know, it's gone yeah. down 10% because of
0: inflation. <laughs> like it's go. wild, right? right? Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely wild. So it's, it's no surprise that we're now seeing... Bitcoin come into play, and you know when people ask what's the use case for cryptocurrency for Bitcoin in particular, I feel like its use case is becoming more and more obvious as we see these shifts in the wider macroeconomic landscape. Yeah, Very and, interesting.
1: And people, you know, I, I do, you know, it's hard for people that bought back in November and are down 70 percent. I get it, um, but like if you look over a three or four year period, Bitcoin's up three or four hundred percent. Like as a as a as a hedge against inflation. It's up a shitload. Like it's just also, you... where
0: could you put your money that would be up that yeah. much in that time? Yeah. It's no a, you way. You
1: only, you're only really, you know, businesses or yeah, you've made some good like private equity investments. I guess is where you're the only place is going to win, right? And not many people are doing either of those. So
0: I can guarantee that is not in my pay grade. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I'm out there. So Bitcoin for me. <laughs> awesome okay that's been great i think super useful if anybody has any questions as always send us an email crypto at novapodcast.com.au and if you're enjoying the series please leave us a review a rating on your favorite podcasting app we love to see you out there listening and we hope that you're enjoying listening to this as much as we're enjoying speaking to you guys so thank you so much okay ben see you on what day are we on today? I don't even know. We're on Wednesday. I'll see you on Friday.
1: See you Friday, Ed, and I'll be back in Australia.
0: Woohoo. Oh, exciting times. <laughs>